You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here with Scott Manduck. Nice to meet you, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Scott, please tell me a little bit about yourself. And if you want, what do you do professionally? Well, you open up the can of worms early. <laughs> um, so my past, um, I've run my own business for, what, 17, 18 years now. So I've been in printing and marketing my entire life. Um, it's been a kind of a cool, interesting journey. I've got to work with um, great companies like Google, Microsoft, YouTube, um, Bombardier, did all their printing and marketing uh, for many, many years. So it's been a lot of fun dealing with stuff like that. Um, direct mail has, has obviously changed uh, from, from many, many parts as being more, um, more directed to the individual versus to the masses where it used to be. So we had to make a lot of changes in our business. And about, I don't know, nine and a half, 10 years ago, we kind of pivoted to doing a little bit more to do with self-directed healthcare. Um, and with that was to do with our, we had a family health um, journey, if you will. <laughs> so we've turned into self-directed healthcare when it comes to diet, eating, um, eating some very specific types of foods to reduce inflammation in your body, um, essential oils, frequency healing, and stuff like that over the past uh, probably. I don't know, five, six years. So it's been an interesting journey that way. Uh, my, my wife's fell ill about nine and a half years ago. So it's kind of made us pivot into some natural wellness because of what's happening with Western medicine and the lack of integration with holistic medicine. And I've w watched quite a few of your podcasts and you have a lot of interesting, um, I'd say modalities would probably be the best way to put it. You're giving me a lot of information here. I got, I got a few questions here. So when we talk about overall healthcare and looking for natural wellness, now, when it comes to working with the healthcare industry, I'm pretty sure anybody listening could probably agree that it's not the easiest one to deal with. It seems like every hoop that you jump through, they seem to make it even more difficult. And even when you jump through all the hoops, they still it is hard for you to uh, be able to get the information or stuff you need. Um, for instance, like in my own life, I had jumped through all these hoops from January. I had to take a certain bunch of prescription medication for a, a back injury um, for like an intestinal thing as well. And I jumped through all the hoops and I'm finally getting a court date in July of what I'm going to be able to hopefully get the medication I need because the insurance company still denied it only because of the cost of the medicine. They said I was deemed, I guess, I mean, not worth it, I would say. And, you know, yeah, layman uh, terms. Yeah. So and that's and, just this January, dude. That's this January. Yes. So wow. my actual date is actually July 23rd is when I'll be taking them to court. I've been waiting months, but since COVID kind of delayed everything, that was their excuse that, oh, nobody, like nobody got a hold of me for four months. I was calling and calling and calling and nothing. And they said, oh, sorry, the whole world shut down. So uh, we're, we're not picking everything back up. So they have a long list of people to catch up with. But when it comes to natural wellness, I think it is a smart way of looking at things taking natural supplements mostly because like you don't want a pill to control the whole rest of your life and i feel like 
we've been thinking of that mindset way too long. And I'm starting to see a lot more with, uh, you know, even pharmacists that are starting to recommend finding, oh, take this certain route, take this certain thing, and you'll be able to, you know, fix the issue that's going on. Um, and for so long, like I said, we've been thinking of this mindset of give it a pill and it's going to fix. Sometimes pills work when natural wellnesses don't. I will admit to that. There are certain things, like if you're dealing with it, like a gastroparesis, if a certain part of your intestine or one of your organs is not working properly, taking a much horny goat weed, turmeric, whatever, is not going to fix that issue. But a pill will. But that should not be the priority thinking that we've been doing for so long is just doctors writing off prescriptions because it's easier when something like that is so effective and it's like an umbrella, it covers everything. So where do you fit in with fixing this whole situation? Right. It's not about fixing the situation. It's about pushing education. And when, when I talk about that, because we were down that same rabbit hole that you're, you're in, and we went down that rabbit hole <clears throat> with my wife being an ultrasound technician, a sonographer, if you will, and dealing with many different symptoms, we're pushed down the Western medicine rabbit hole, which is amazing. And I said, it has its place and we need them in society. But what we need to think about is what can we do to help prevent many ailments? Because a lot of ailments can be prevented if we actually take care of our health in a generic way, eat proper, somewhat properly, like 80% rule, as we always say, right? To reduce the inflammation in our body with diet, reduce your sugar, reduce your alcohols, reduce your gluten and stuff like that. I'm not saying don't have fun, don't live life, but if we can reduce those and be able to reduce our inflammation in our gut, which will reduce that around our body, our brain, limbs, stuff like that, including your vegetable tract and stuff like that, that will help a lot of different ailments just on its own. Right? How do you, how do you convince someone to change their lifestyle? I mean, it seems like you don't really get that mindset of, I need to get healthy until you're already at past red level. We don't and, like to really- and, that, and that's exactly, you nailed it, dude. That's yeah. exactly it. We wait until something's wrong to go, oh shit, we got to fix this. What can we do? And then it's panic mode. Then it's like medication, medication, because a pill is easy, right? I can just pop a pill and it'll fix me. It's like, no, it may help with that symptom, but now you're going to have side effects of all that stuff because your body naturally wants natural things, right? So if you start popping meds all the time, your body now needs to go, okay, this is the part that I need. This is the part I need to detox. Oh crap, I can't detox all of it. What is that? And what can I do that there is a problem? And it's, it's a major issue in society and we need to fix that. And by doing that, we need to look at there's a great book that was introduced to us and it's by Dr. Amy Myers. And the book is called The Autoimmune Solutions. And that book really set us in a path and in a way to help understand what food can do to help us. And it's not saying, oh, you need to go on the keto diet because keto diet's not sustainable, right? We tried it. Yeah, you're shooting. I mean, when people, when you're even tossing out ways of eating healthy or looking for natural wellness, people are immediately going to think, oh, you want me to go vegan? Oh, you want me to go keto? I think it's more on the mindset of we're trying to make all these ways of that we've been thinking, which I always talk about information that comes out 10 years later is completely useless. It's a whole other way of thinking. Before it was, you had to eat all fat. Before it was all, you had to eat all this. You all to eat all that. The trends are always going to keep flip-flopping. And I've studied nutrition. I did that when I first started working out. I was like, what can I and you know best solutions to get there as well and what's healthy what's all this other type of stuff it's always a mix and influx of information and it's way too much for people to understand i think that 
you know, when it comes to nutrition, it shouldn't just be a class you take in college. It should be something that you are educated on when you're a kid. I mean, back in the day, we had the, we had the my plate tracker. That's not happening anymore. Kids aren't learning about how many whole grains, carbohydrates, fats, proteins, all these other types of things where it comes to the food pyramid that just got taken out. We're just like, we don't need this here anymore. We don't, you know, let's, let's McDonald's is fine. But the thing is when you're trying to do this, when you're trying to change people's mindset of what they're eating, a lot of it does come down to what tastes good. Um, but I can also fight the opinion of I've eaten a can of tuna um, for a lot of my meals almost every single day for going on nine years now. So it's not the taste factor because you got spices and stuff. You can change that. It's more on the fact of what's cheap. I always toss out can of tuna is 90 cents. Okay. It's almost a hundred calories. Bam. That's our, that's a small portion of what you're working off. If you're moving outside and everything, but when it comes to having full on meals, which people love, people love cake, people love cookies, people love all those little sweets and nasty. or, and if you do want to pay for something healthy, it's extremely expensive, like 15, $20 for something fucking organic. And it just has organic on the thing. It's not even healthier for you. It's just, you know, sometimes they hold more GMOs. I know a freaking apple at Harris Teeter that is literally two pounds. There's no way humanly or naturally possible that an apple can get to two pounds without some bull testosterone or something injected into it to swell it up that big. So it comes to a factor of, all right, well, most of the bad stuff is really, really cheap because it's really, really processed. But like I said, McDonald's, you know, for instance, you go through the drive through they could paint a turd and give it to you. You're still going to eat it. As long as it's dressed up like a burger, you're still going to have that. So the way to switch people into a healthier lifestyle, I mean, we got to make the, the, the healthy stuff not so expensive to where you're breaking the bank because a mother of three that's working two, three jobs just to be able to afford to put food on the table is going to be perfectly fine with grabbing a Happy Meal and tossing that on the counter rather than sitting there for an hour and cooking up a nice dinner. No, I absolutely. When you look at even just a, not that I push this at all, but just a case of water versus a case of pop. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how is that possible? Like, it just makes no sense. We're pushing people to do the wrong things in society, which causes much more side effects, which causes more pills and more medications. So it actually pushes up what their agenda is. And when it, when it comes back to inflammation, we know this as a society. Like you've done your research. I've listened to quite a few of your podcasts and 80% of a lot of ailments is inflammation. So if we can reduce inflammation in our body, naturally without popping pills, we're all going to be better for it. We just need to know what we need to eat. Like you're saying, can of tuna, 99 cents, super cheap, super good for you, right? So you need to figure out, do you want to keep on living your life the way that you're living it or make some small changes and start living a better lifestyle and a healthier lifestyle and be happy? How would you suggest somebody do that? Like what, what, what options would you give them? Like if you're going to set out a plan for me, if I was dealing with a, an issue, how would you um, start off by taking me through a process of maybe fixing this issue? Right. Well, first off, we got to figure out what you're dealing with, right? What bodily issues, ailments are you dealing with? Your family is dealing with because as a whole, then it becomes, okay, let's start reducing some of the sugars, the glutens and stuff like that in your diet. Because if you want to feel better, you need to make that decision. That's not me saying, by the way, you need to do this or else. It's not that. At the end of the day, you're going to go pound sand, right? Because that, that's what's happened, right? Uh, please, if you physically uh, don't want to do it, you're not going to do it. So it doesn't matter what I tell you. You got to please explain to me gluten, 
I already know what it is, but there are people out there listening that just say that word like it's they know what it means. But then you ask them, they're like, I don't know what that is. And I'm like, that's the gummy shit that's in the bread and all those little wheat and all those other things that is like tar for your system, basically. That basically yeah. so like you say your breads, right? Yeah. Your, your your breads. Um, what, what I did, which when I turned 40, that was five years ago, um, is anything that's in a box pasta, don't eat it. Yeah. Right. That's a good start. Anything that says bread, don't eat it, right? If you're dealing with chronic pain, chronic illness and stuff like this, do you want to feel better? Try it for 60 days. If you think, you know what? I'm actually feeling pretty good. Introduce it back in, see what your body does. Chances are your body will reject it because it's not natural for your body to digest and to deal with and detox those things. Pretty well, simple. The, the best thing is like, you know, when they told you as a kid not to eat gum because it stays in your stomach for seven years, that's basically that's basically gluten. That's anything wheat. Now, don't get me wrong. I have a lot of friends that are Italian and they love pasta. But at the same time, I helped my buddy lose 60 pounds in almost, I think, four months or something from working out and just cutting out pasta because he's Italian and that's all he eats is that and bread. I'm like, you're feeling like shit. You know, when you eat a pasta dinner and you just want to take a nap, there's a reason why is because your body just got overloaded with so much blank nutrition, I call it, because of the fact is blank nutrition. Look at <laughs> pasta. There's nothing in it that's nutritional value. It's what yeah. if you're putting sauce it's on top filler. of it, I guess it helps tomatoes maybe, but at the same time, it's it they used pasta in times of poverty, like in the Great Depression, because it fills your stomach. It's the same thing if you look in Africa, they have a thing called Haitian or no Haiti, for instance. They have a thing called Haitian mud cookies. Do you know what a Haitian mud cookie is? No, I'm, I'm waiting for this. One. This is it's good. literally dirt, and they just put salt on top of it. And what it is is it just packs their stomach so they don't get hungry. It keeps them off of starvation. Now, I'm not gonna lie. I worked with a Haitian woman at a hotel business a long time ago, and she said that her grandma had this recipe to make it taste exactly like snickerdoodles. So I guess if you find a way, like I said, spices can change things up. Maybe I'll try a Haitian mud cookie, but it's just honestly, it's just dirt. And she was like, you can order fresh dirt. I was like, all right, I, I get it. And it's... When you, you look order at... fresh dirt, I love it. If you find maybe a clean <laughs> patch somewhere. But if you look at somebody eating a Haitian mud cookie, what's the difference between eating dirt and then eating what we're eating now just with some flavors and chemicals added in? I've talked to a flavorist who talks about flavoring foods and flavoring drinks a certain way to make it appealing for the public. Well, everything's got to have taste because we don't like blank taste. If you drink a lot of water, it's probably because you're thinking, usually if you ask somebody, hey, why are you so much water? They're on the lines of, I'm trying to be healthy or I'm trying to you know, clean out my system or do something like this. It's always for a health reason, probably because they woke up one day and they're like, wow, I'm so sweating a lot and I'm not very happy with where I'm at in my life physically. And that's usually why they're doing it. Um, it sucks. Water can't taste like anything. I'm, I'm the first guy to admit I hate drinking water because it just is blank. But I think it's because we've been so saturated with soda. Everything has been, I mean, that's always advertised. Water's two ninety seven for a case for 24 of them. So does 62 cents a liter, depending on if you get the great value. And then it's like a dollar 48 for like a Pepsi. You'll pay for that because it has taste and it's cheaper, but you won't pay for the water that's healthier and overall in the long run going to make you run a lot better. Yeah. So, so it's funny we were talking about the pastas is in this COVID stuff that's going on. What's the first thing that went in all the grocery stores? The non-perishables. You know what I mean? You, all the pastas, I, I have bought... 
tuna. <laughs> Look, I have bought tuna for, man, I would say like the past 10 years straight. Never a problem getting it. Then COVID hit, no fucking tuna. I was like, all right, I get it. Everybody wants to live. Everybody wants to live. But this is my food. You can eat whatever. I haven't eaten red meat in forever. I, I still like a burger. But my body doesn't process it properly because I haven't had it in so long. I've been eating nothing but fish and nothing but like, um, you know, like salads and stuff. So I'm not vegan in any way. I'm not vegetarian either. But when it comes to eating a burger, it's got to be a small amount. Because if I eat a lot of it, my body's like, I don't know what to do with this. And I can't process this properly. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's, it's funny because a lot of people that go off red meat or chicken, they try to introduce it. Some have a hard time bringing it back. So it, different bodies do different things, right? And different bodies need different things. For example, like my wife, with some of the health challenges she's going through, um, when we started going through nutritionists, they're saying, oh, you got to eat more dark greens and all that sort of stuff. The problem, which a lot of the nutritionists didn't understand with my wife, unfortunately, and it's probably misdiagnosed a lot is low oxalates, right? There's oxalates in a lot of foods. And if you're dealing with chronic illness, chronic pains and stuff like that, I just offer it out there saying, look at oxalates. Oxalates are in a lot of healthy foods that people don't understand what oxalates can do to your body. They store like inflammation. The side effects are like inflammation. And they're in like kale, uncooked broccoli, legumes, almonds. These are all high oxalate foods, which cause a wreck on a lot of people that deal with chronic pain, chronic illness. But most people go, eat all these things are really healthy for you. No, stop, don't. Because you need to look at what you're eating, what you're dealing with as a person. Have you tried going on a low oxalate diet? Because if you stop from cold turkey, it's very dangerous for your body, right? You won't be able to poop for months, right? It's it's dangerous. That hit right? way too close to home for me. I have not pooped in a long time. And it's not my diet. It's, a, it's the issue I was mentioning earlier. But right. so with that, dude, like, do you use essential oils? For my spine thing? Just anything. Okay. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit offline a little bit. I'm about to say, I hate how like people put like, like reason why my hands sound like this is because of, uh, I'm, I mean, they're calloused up from working out, but at the same time, it's, I don't put lotion on my hands. I don't do anything that comes to, you know, I've seen like CBD oil. I've tried that. Um, it doesn't really do a whole lot to me. Uh, I get why people use them though. I mean, I, I know people that put soothing oils. I know people that are involved in Reiki energy healing where they use that a lot. Um, my physical therapist, for instance, you know, she likes to use like uh, different types of oils and stuff when it comes to trying to, you know, reduce inflammation and stuff too. But I try to get my best of it from nutrition. I think um, like eating a pineapple doesn't hurt. Uh, obviously you don't, don't eat too much of it just because, uh, I ate two in a day and I ended up burning the whole side of my face. It, yeah, it, it raises the acid levels good. in your skin. Yeah. But Absolutely. I think, that. I think when you talk about diets, obviously vegan works for some people, you know, pescatarian, all these other things work for everybody. It's really not about trying to find something that is for you. Cause honestly, all these diet trends we have out there, there's not going to be one that might be in specific towards you. It's more about finding a balance between the really, really bad stuff and the really, really good stuff. It's not really hard to eat healthy and it's not, it, it is kind of expensive, but it's because you're buying all the things that are commercialized as super healthy, such as kombucha. I haven't drank a fucking kombucha ever. 
and I'm never going to because it looks like crap. But people always talk about, oh, it's got this beautiful organic lotus flower on the front. I'm like, I don't care what it has. I will, I will, you know, the naked drinks, for instance. I used to drink those back when I was doing like martial arts or thinking that oh, this is the way, this is the way to, you know, eat healthy and get all my essential. No, 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 no. It helps. But no, no, no. It's, it's. The problem is there's still a lot of other stuff in there. You can actually make your own, which then you know what's going in it. Yeah. To me, let's have that conversation because it's about reducing chemical and toxic load in your body. When you're dealing with health issues, you got to look at this stuff, cleaning solutions around your house, all these sort of things. Those are expensive things. It's bad for the environment, bad for you, and it's expensive as heck. People don't realize that, right? So just a little bit of the journey that we took and how we came across one is the diet because my wife was ill with that. So we reduced our inflammation with, with diet. So we reduced all the box pastas, the sugars, the caffeine, the alcohols and stuff like that. And a good side effect of that is you lose weight, right? So we went down that road and then we started looking at oxalates. We found that um, a good friend of us basically introduced to us a Facebook group. I was, I think it's called Try Low Oxalate. I think that's the name of the Facebook group. So it was actually pretty helpful. That's a pretty specific um, right there. Yeah, it's it's actually a good group. There's really good info in on it. And a lot of people that deal with chronic pain, they're like, oh my gosh, this resides with me, right? Because they think they're eating healthy, but they're not. And then we went through, this is kind of kind of blow your mind a little bit when it comes to your teeth. Your teeth are kind of like your breakers to your body, which I'm like, I call bullshit, but it, it, it truly is. So my wife had two root canals, the top two back teeth on the right-hand side they're actually connected to her liver, which we did not know this through all the tests we did. Her liver wasn't able to detox. It wasn't able to function properly. So we went through a lot of different tests, blood work, CAT scans, MRIs. She's an ultrasound tech, so she gets all this sort of stuff. No and behold, we found a, you do x-rays and stuff like that for your teeth, you can't find bacteria, right? X-rays don't find that. It's a specific scan called a cone scan. It's like an MRI if you know, with, if, of your mouth, if you will. We found that those two teeth, that the two root canals she had were heavily infected. So when a root canal, you pull your teeth out to put screws in, but they left a small little gap at the end of the screws. That there was a breeding ground for bacteria because they have a, basically the hole in your body that has dead skin. It's moist and warm all the time. It's a breeding ground. Hello, it's insane. It's the same thing if you look at all uh, your wisdom teeth, for instance. If they grow in and there's a problem with there, if you don't get that fixed, it can actually affect you get headaches and stuff. It's not only because of the amount of pain you're in, but it's also, I mean, if those things grow in wrong and something happens, you can actually, you know, mess up your your brain, basically your spinal cord. Everything can actually disconnect from just a force in this thing coming out of your mouth. That's apparently it just grows. Like I said, I had my wisdom teeth come in. It kind of shifted my mouth. I mean, I'm the last person to talk about dentistry. Trust me, my teeth aren't perfect. But <laughs> when it comes to health, for instance, your whole body's connected. And now they're just talking about what about the mind and gut connection? For the past little while now, since COVID, like everybody else getting depressed and sitting inside their house, I work at a gym. So now everybody's coming in, signing up for memberships. I got, a, I got in a real depression when I had to sit inside the house and couldn't go out and explore the world. We're meant to conversate with each other. And it, that's, that's not going to you know, fix. That's not going to be an easy fix to be able to have everybody talk to everyone. Like, like maybe something I do, or anybody could literally be doing this. It's only on the factor of 
you're not going to be like that when you feel like shit. And when you, you start thinking in this bad mindset, we've been thinking in a bad mindset. It doesn't just start from, you know, all the afflictions and all the problems you have in your own life. It's also because you go out in the world on a McDonald's burger. You're not going to be fucking happy at anybody. You're not happy with yourself. I'm sorry to say it, but like, I know days if I eat like really like trashy, I feel bad about myself. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to go and try my best to work it off or do something. It's, it isolates people. And I think in this situation, what really scared the shit out of me was the fact of when COVID happened and all the grocery stores and everybody thought like they were going to lose. There were people that I knew that were going to their doctors telling them to write them prescription for months in advance because they thought the pharmacies were going to close. How many people, if you like the dispensary outside in my town had the longest freaking line, which was so amazing to me because I saw so many people like, you're my fourth grade teacher. I didn't know you smoked. And, uh, but it was like, everybody was afraid that these things that they're sustaining their life off of was going to cancel out. So I really hope that this was eye opening for a lot of people to start fixing some situations, people with high cholesterol starting to be like, I'm going to cut these pills out of my life. And I need to find a better way to narrow it down besides taking, Oh, I can eat this cake as long as I take this pill. No, let's find a better way of healing. Not only when it comes to it, for injuries too. Why is it always got to be Advil for pain? Why can't I take a topical Z jig or whatever it's called to rub on my forehead that can, you know, like, here's one thing we do use Vaseline. We use Vaseline when we have a stuffy nose. Some people rub it right here, helps them breathe. Why can't that be the same for an alternative holistic healing form of medicine? Right. So, so with that, I'm with you a thousand percent. We need to get away from all those different types of medications just to have a medication. And it's the fear factor. It's the, it's just people not knowing where to go or what to do. It's you lack it's, of education. And I was one of those people eight, nine years ago. Right. You so think now, it's the faith factor though? Like the pill? Maybe it's, oh, it's, it's hard it's to believe. It's, 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 it's easy. Right. If I give them a pill saying this is going to help you, if I give you a pill full of sugar, What's the difference? It's their thoughts on what that pill is doing for them. But it's also the fact, like when I mean the faith thing, it's the fact of if they take a pill that has a long ass name that you can't pronounce and it sounds medical, you'll take that. But if you find something that's a certain herb or yes, yeah, some type peppermint of- on it, because I have a, I have a somewhat of a um, head tension issue. What do you mean peppermint's going to help me with that? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I'd rather take Advil or Tylenol. It just sounds better. It's like, what are you talking about? All right, what the fuck? And it's crazy because there was a big thing that happened. Uh, all right, so a bit of a, like, I always call it a, a, kind of a conspiracy. So when the stimulant checks came out, everybody I love, got, I love these. Everybody I love. got, a, I would say, a $1,200 thing. My buddy said, watch this. They're going to say something on the news about some type of shortage, and everybody's going to blow that 1200 on whatever that shortage is. And... Before I called the toilet paper thing, I said that, you know, it's toilet paper, the stock it probably is the safest one to buy into. It never goes up and never goes down. My buddy called the red meat one. When those stimulant checks came out, they had a shortage thing on the news that said red meat shortage. If you went to the grocery store, there was no red meat for like a month straight. Everybody was spending their stimulus check instead of paying their bills. And then there was an issue with people, I can't pay my bills. It's like, because you just spent it on meat. I knew people in my house that did that. The whole freezer was stocked up with the same shit. I was like, who eats this much steak? Nobody, I haven't seen you cook a steak in a month. Do you have 10 bags of it? Well, they said it was going to go out. 
oh my god it's like you look at the healthy food they literally i i don't i'm not stealing this comedian's joke his name's bill burr he said at when you walk into a grocery store they're literally throwing the fucking vegetables at you it's right up front it's get it out of here it's gonna expire that's the whole thing is nobody wants to buy that but now we're seeing a shift because i think a lot of stuff is coming out now about meats about a lot of stuff where we've been thinking for a very long time this stuff's probably been by these giant companies it's probably been pushed down to where we couldn't find it and now it's all coming out into the news like hey did you know that taking this is bad you know eating like shit is going to do this to you diabetes became i think it's kind of lost a little popularity but i think more people well, it's are coming back yeah, it's it's starting to make a turnaround. People are searching more into it, mostly on the factor of you see so many people talk about like, yeah, I'm trying to be healthy. I want to feel good about myself. And I think that's the start. Once you feel good about yourself, you're going to be a lot nicer to people. I mean, it's oh, absolutely. It, it's yeah. just part of part of that journey. Right. And it's and that's part of the education that obviously you're a big part of. You work at a gym and I talk to a lot of people about this as well. I don't work at a gym. I'm doing this talking about a journey that's gone through our house that now we try to help more people around it because of the lack of education, just basic conversations. Like the conversation we're having, most people don't know a lot of this stuff. It's like, how could you not? Like, is your head in the sand? Like, don't eat stuff out of a box. You'll feel better. It's that simple, right? Don't eat pastas out of a box. Try to stay away from berries, right? Try to stay away from sugars. Right? If you can have sugar, okay, have some cane sugar or something like that, or um, honey, natural honey, right? Organic honey that's from a local farm around you. That's the sort of stuff that's going to help your body deal with seasonal allergies and all that sort of stuff as well. And back to the dentist thing, where our teeth actually connect to our body, as soon as my wife had those two root canals removed, a lot of things started changing in her body, right? Her eye pressure went away. A lot of the nerve pain that she had from head to toe. You know when you sleep on your arm and it comes out and you feel that tingle, it's kind of painful for like 10 seconds? I slept on my arm yesterday and I swear to God, I woke up and I thought it was dead. It was a whole night of sleeping on it. I pinched it and everything. I literally thought I was going to have to chop the arm off. <laughs> dude, you're awesome. I was, no, I was scared, dude. It was, it was a bad moment. I was freaking out, man. I was slamming up against walls and stuff. <laughs> the limp arm. It was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, but that pain was my whole wife's body from head to toe for mm -hmm. years with back pain, with foot pain, with eye pressure, headaches, migraines, and stuff like that. She walked up the stairs like she was 120 years old, right? This, she was 43 at the time, 44 at the time. She now just turned 50, right? These are problems that are around us, chemicals that we have around us. So with her two teeth, a lot of those symptoms went away when she had them holistically removed because of the bacteria that was lodged in her body. So there's a great documentary. It's called The Root Cause. It's actually only on YouTube because the Dental Association was uh, getting into some trouble. We'll call it some trouble um, with this. Watch this documentary. It was literally, it was my wife's journey, but so many people go through this because how your teeth are connected to the rest of your body. In that documentary, they have like a stat. It blew my mind. So I did more research on it. And it was like 73 or 74% of women that have breast cancer have a root canal on the same side as the breast. Dude, that's mind-blowing. Dude, if there's a link between that, that could easily predict if somebody's going to have serious problems in their life. Dude, look that up. 
watch the documentary. I'm going to have to because my grandma had breast cancer and she lost a boob because of it. And if I would have told her it was because of a root canal, she probably would have been, you know, I would have saved that. You know what I'm saying? So look that stuff up. So we we're looking at this. We said, you know what? We're just going to extract it. We're going to put a bridge in and actually not put an actual fake tooth back in because then you're drilling back in and leaving that space again. And it's a thing. It's real. And at the same time, when we we're doing that, a good friend of ours introduced us to essential oils. Now, essential oils is a little bit of a, it's a weird thing because I thought it was just woo-woo snake oils. So I'm going to get this crap away from me because it's not going to do, it's not going to do squat. Witchcraft. Dude, it was weird. And I was like, how is an oil going to help me deal with an ailment? It's not going to help me. It's like, it makes no sense. I'm not a scientific person. I wasn't a little bit more now because I've done a little bit more research because it's had to help my family, including me. And lo and behold, our cells in our body are oil-based. The outside of our cells are oil-based. Viruses sit on the inside. Bacteria sits on the outside. So if I take essential, essential oils, say I can take essential oils internally, which if you take the right essential oil, you can topically put on your skin or diffuse it like I am. Within 20 seconds, it reaches the blood barrier, uh, brain barrier. Within two minutes, it's in our blood. Within 20 minutes, it's in every cell in our body. So now if you understand that, so if I have a headache and I'm trying to support that, the first thing goes Tylenol, Advil, whatever it may be with all the side effects because it's treating that symptom where I can take essential oils, which our body naturally wants to absorb because it's made from a peppermint tree, like an actual bush, the little packets, they actually squeeze it and it creates the oil. It's distilled. So it's actually pure. There's no synthetic spillers or um, um, pesticides on it, right? Because it's distilled. So now we're getting a therapeutic grade essential oil. It can actually help support these ailments. So I was like, ah, come on. Then there's an instance. And this is where it, it was like my aha moment. It was like, are you kidding me? So it's like 1130 at night. Scared the crap out of me. I'm downstairs watching a movie. My, one, my wife jumps out of the bath and I hear some crying. So I say, okay. So I jump upstairs. She's in fetal position at the base of our bed in dying pain. I was like, what in the heck? I'm going to call 911. She's like, give me a few seconds. It's like, okay. I'm like, a few seconds is a lot of time. Like, it's going to take them like five minutes to get here. It's like, just give me a second. It's like, okay. So we just started our essential oil journey. I knew, a, I knew a little bit, but I didn't know enough at the time. So it's like, you know what? I grabbed the carrier oil because I remember you got to use carrier oil for you to put it on your skin. Squeeze it in my hand. It went all over me, all over the floor. It's like, ah, oh, whatever. So I grabbed lemongrass. I grabbed uh, lemongrass and lavender. Rubbed it all over her belly. It was about, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds. So I was like, so you okay? And she's like, just give me a second. I was like, okay. I said, but I'm going to call 911. She snapped out of whatever it was, came out of it. And I'm a little bit of a jokester. So I was like, so did you too? She's like, no. I'm like, so what the heck happened? And she's like, what do you mean? I go, well, I put lemongrass and lavender on your stomach with carrier oil. And I'm no longer calling 911. And we're now having a conversation. And your face is no longer white. What's happened? So we started going through the process. And that's where I started learning more. Literally that, that night, that morning, it was like, and I have my own business. So I told my team, I said, guys, you know what? I'm going to be taking some time off. I'm going to, I got to do some research. I'm here for emergencies only, blah, blah, blah. And that's when I started to learn and understand the power of Mother Nature, because these oils are made from Mother Nature, plants, rhymes, 
barks of a tree, whatever it may be, rose petals, and they have different properties that can help support different ailments. How do you sum that up for someone that's just coming across the street and then you're trying to explain to them? Because like for a lot of people, seeing is believing, um, such as for you, for instance, that moment where it was like, holy shit, like I can't believe people don't know about this and how enthusiastic. That's exactly what it is. But it's very, very difficult for someone who's hearing you or seeing you sell something to be able to buy that and think that because if we even read an article about this story, that's already too much for a lot of people and they want to disconnect from it and go do something else, watch Netflix or something. So then when you come into them on the street, how are you immediately telling them this and showing them this without giving them, I mean, you have to, you have to have it cut down to something, right? You, you do. And this is where you have to create an experience to create a moment for that person. When you create an experience in a moment, in a memory, that's when things start to happen. So there's a few different essential oils that um, we use on a day-to-day basis that truly do create that experience in that moment for people that create a belief and start the belief that it could actually truly help them. Um, One is peppermint. Peppermint is actually a really good one to start with because of the properties of peppermint. A lot of people know of peppermint because there's peppermint tea. Smells right? good too. Right. And it smells amazing. And I love the candies you get at a restaurant. Yeah. So I actually carry around a peppermint rollerball. So this has peppermint with carrier oil. So I can actually literally just open it up, smell it in. I can put it on the back of my neck, whatever I want. If I have a head tension, I can put it on my temples, across my bald head, and I'm good to go. That's right? a good that's a good point. That might help because um I tried to during this thing recently at work, we have to everybody's gotta wear masks and stuff now. So it's a whole new trend. But for people that are just using like the regular $1 ones you get for like, you know, it looks like a doctor's one. I put Sharpie on it to make a smiley face so people could tell I was smiling instead of me having to do that. And I swear to God, I almost got like, I almost passed out because the Sharpie, it was just seeping right through the mask, dude. I was smelling it all day. I was like, oh, yeah. Imagine if I did this with white out. You know how screwed I would be? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole different moment, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So, so with that, it's actually funny that you bring that up because – there's an essential oil that we use to open up your airways when you deal with congestion and flu-like symptoms. I say that very lightly because this is a recorded uh, podcast, is that there's essential oils that have different properties like eucalyptus, right? So if I can put a couple drops inside your mask, which is healthy for you, it's okay for you to do. What you're breathing in is the natural aroma of Mother Nature's best gifts. And that will open up your airways. When you're working out, you know this, you work at a gym. If you can get more oxygen into your body, is that a good thing? Well, obviously, yeah. there's actually a thing. Um, so what the protocol is for the gyms that have reopened. But the thing is, you don't have to wear it while you're working out, mostly because you'll probably pass out if you're on a treadmill running 10 miles and you have to sit there and breathe your own stuff in. I mean, honestly, if I walk out of the house without like brushing my teeth or something and I breathe into my mask, I'm like, I need to brush. I need to put a mint in or something because you can smell it. You're getting all the bad toxins out. But here's where it goes back to thinking about what you said about oils coming out of the skin, for instance, bad things. There's a study that when people are working out, it's actually good that you're not wearing a mask. And a lot of people will fight this opinion because they're like, oh, I've had people every day come up to me. You know, there's people in here not wearing masks, right? I'm like, what do you want me to do? There are bodybuilders in here that are 300 pounds eating a steak while he's doing a bench press. And you want me to tell him that he's got to wear a mask while he does his set. It's if you don't, if you're that afraid of COVID, I watched a woman literally with a spray bottle, wash down two treadmills. 
and then get on it and then work out for a minute and walk away. I mean, and she loved complaining about it too. Uh, But the whole factor was when you're sweating all these other things, and if you have a mask on to cover your mouth, what's happening is that sweat, if you're doing push-ups or something, is dripping right down into the mask. Then you're breathing in all those bad chemicals, and it actually can get you severely ill. So that goes back to what you're saying about the oils coming out of the skin. Same reason when you want to feel good or something, you take a hot shower. It cleans out the pores. Same reason a sauna is really good. Or the detox. Yes. Then you're detoxing through your biggest organ, which is your skin. Yes. Right? It's super important to do that. And so when, it, when people have a virus, what do people say? What did doctors tell us when we were kids when you had a virus? What, were their, what was their message to us? Let it run its course and get outside and get some fresh air. What doctor told you that? My nurse always just told me to lie down. I'd get over it. Yeah, yeah but it was nonstop. Get outside, get some fresh air, and let it run its course. It's the virus because most of their medications are water-based. If they're water-based, it can't break the cell barrier because it's oil-based. Right. So if you have a bacteria infection, they give you antibiotics, which will reach the bacteria. But then you have the side effects and your body has to detox that stuff out. So if you use essential oils, right, to help support these ailments, you put it on your skin, you breathe it in, you take it internally. It gets into the cell level and it breaks the cell barrier because it's oil and oil. It stops the duplication of the DNA of the actual virus. What's going to happen? Good things are going to happen. And this is what we have to talk about. This is the education that's simple, simple biology, right? That is simple for someone to understand. So when you say create a moment, when you say create a moment with essential oils, if you take a bottle of say breather easier, the ones that we have, you breathe it in, it's going to open up your airways instantly. doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter what form of life you are, right? If you're a bodybuilder or not, or if you're a person that's trying to get in shape, this is a good thing. It will help open up your airways. It's made for it. Well, it's the same reason people trust Icy Hot. And they wonder why that works, but they won't go and trust another cream of some sort that can do the exact same thing just without the whole doctor prescribed and shack endorsing it on the advertisement or something. Right. But in those have tons of chemicals. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. It's because it's endorsed by an athlete. Well, the oils we use, we have tons of athletes endorsing it. But it's not like it's on a TV message because essential oils are not a government body. So why the, is that? The issue is advertising. When it comes to trying to get the products out there, besides someone personally explaining it to you, like you know you, we have here, or somebody showing you how it works and all these other forms of method, the issue is that we're not being able to get all these types of stuff on the TV without it being run or government regulated by some sort of thing that has to have its dirty hands in its pockets. And it's not a very sustainable thing because obviously everything that's on TV seems like it's just a program thing. It's all paid by major corporates. The same reason why, like if you look at a soda commercial, it's always the big brands, the ones that can afford to buy up all the stuff. So you can't even get in there with a healthy even soda. The medications. Look at the medications. It's a 10 snippet of the actual medication, but it's a minute and a half of all the side effects from it's like, what the heck? Have you heard Activia's side effects on that one? One is bleeding diarrhea, and it's a freaking teenage girl smiling with her friends. I'm like, hang on a second, rewind the clip. Don't look at the hot girl and listen to what the guy's saying at half speed, and all you hear is bleeding diarrhea and blindness. I'm like, well, I, I'll take a pimple over going that. And it leads me into a good question I asked Angie, um, which I like to ask a lot of people that really talk about like being in touch with their senses and then their body and wholeness. When it comes to a skill, what is one, like, 
a perception, for instance, what's one that you would be afraid to lose the most? Hmm. That's an interesting one. Because I, I bring up perception when it comes to the fact of my sense of touch. And the reason why is, is the same thing you can talk about with the oils being, you know, your body, your skin being your organ. It's your everything. If you can't feel anything, how do you know you're alive? I know that got deep, but the whole factor is if you can't feel like, I don't know, like a table, if you can't feel, you know, certain things going on in your body, sometimes somebody wakes up, oh, I have a headache. Okay. Your body's telling you that there's something wrong and it can sense that. Imagine not being able to sense any of that. I mean, the whole fact is like, how would your wife know she was hurt? If she didn't wake up and be like, wow, something's not working properly. Like there's sometimes I wake up, I'm like, well, there's an issue going on. I don't know if it's because I laid on my back wrong or there's something severe when you don't know that type of stuff. And what you're doing when you're feeding yourself crap is you're numbing that sense, that perception, that everything. It doesn't know what to feel. All it's feeling is that rock that's sitting in your stomach. Like, I don't know what to do with this. So I'm just going to turn your body off. It's called what we say the sugar crash, the reason why you get a happy meal at McDonald's or something and toss it to the kids in the back and they conk right out as soon as they eat it is because of the factor of it's overloading their body. Their body doesn't know what the fuck to do with this processed meat. It's not even meat. It's just imitation, I would say. Yep, absolutely. And it's it's funny. It's back to the touch, what you're saying before. And that is exactly what my wife was going through, because the first thing that the describer, the neurologist did was Lyrica. Lyrica is a nerve blocker to basically numb your nerves. So she, like her touch and feeling, that's exactly what happened, right? So she started being numbed from the inside out. So for her last, like, it was her senses that were starting to go with her lack of smell, right? Her hearing was going, right? Her touch of stuff, she was dropping things nonstop. Why is that? It's the prescriptions that they're giving. So it's, it's, um, it's back to what we were saying before is if you can deal with some of these senses, you need to be able to understand that there's tools around us that can help you naturally and help support those things naturally as we have with my wife. And my wife was on Lyrica. She was on Percocet. She was on antidepressants. And she was on, there's one more pain medication. Let me name the name of it. Um, well, besides doing... Um you know, multiple podcasts or trying to, how are you getting this message out there? Because I think it's an important one as well. Um, obviously that's why I'm, you know, we're, we're kind of talking about it, but the same factor of like, I mean, this besides buying TV time or trying to like, that's a small window compared to what everybody has been focused on for so freaking long. And I feel like there needs to be more of this type of thinking out there, but I think it starts with, I mean, I, we're seeing it now with the trend of just people just coming at the medical industry, mostly because they seemed for so long, like they could just get away with fucking you over. And then now people are like, wait a minute, I'm not going to take this. Too many things have fallen apart in my life to the point where I can't just sit here and let you put me on hold all the time. My doctor tries to call me, says, hey, I want to set up this in a month or four months from now. I'm like, sure, why not? And they're like, what, four months is fine? I'm like, yeah, four months is fine. Because honestly, I'm going to be doing other shit to make sure I can get this problem solved because you're obviously not going to help me. Every doctor in immediate care, the ones that prescribe all the pills, all this other stuff, everything has been booked from, I think the last time I talked to my main practitioner was like in uh, March. 
and everything's booked until August. I'm like, why the fuck is it four months out? Well, you know, because of COVID, it's always an excuse. I went to John Hopkins. They lost 12 vials of my blood. Somebody sent me a letter in the mail telling me that they, I could sue for mispractice. I said, why? They said, you're part of one of 643 recorded cases of some dude trying to run your insurance through the dryer with all the tests they tried to do. They wanted me to go back up there and my medical bill was zero. And I said, I'm over this. Nope, just lose my number. I've been trying to contact you guys for months to solve this issue and nobody contacted me, nobody helped me. So as much as I can forgive the medical industry and really fight the side of, yeah, for some people, pills are a, a thing that has to happen just because it, a lot of, you know, holistic medicine won't heal. But I fight the side of not taking the pill and not doing that because we've been thinking for that way too long. And all it does is dose you. All, I've, I've taken, you know, an, uh, antidepressants. I've taken all that stuff. I cut it off cold turkey. You're not supposed to do that. It fucked with my head. But at the same time, I'm, I'm getting through it. I, every day it's a little bit of a different scenario, but at the same time, you know what I've gotten a healing from conversation, you know what I got a healing from the realness in it. You know how I've gotten that by doing it and going out and trying to express it and create it a little bit more wherever I go. And the same thing with you, when you're trying to show people this light of things, you're trying to show people the holistic medicine side of things, trying to show people that, Hey, there's another way of thinking than what we've been thinking way too long. It for people, it's hard to believe, but is it though? Or is it just that you don't want it because it's new? It's different. Well, guess what, people? We just spent three months or so in complete lockdown over an invisible disease that tries to kill your grandma, tries to kill your friends. You're not able to hug your family. And that was different. And now your whole routine's different. So why don't you add this to your routine? Yeah, this will be your, as they call it, the new, the new norm or whatever it may be. Oh, Make it your new norm, new right? Norm. And it's, it, it drives me bonkers to see people doing the same routine all over and over and they're okay with it but they complain about it if you want change you got to change right change is not going to change without changing something right so it, it's it's just one of those things man it's just it, it's a vicious circle that we need to try to help people and that's what we're doing like i do probably five six podcasts a day and that's how i'm really trying to get the message out as, as humanly possible um we've we've helped a lot of people around the world in the past four months, uh, which has been phenomenal. Um, just back to your digestive conversation. And I was just thinking of that because I had another uh, customer last week about similar issues. And a lot of people take medications for say diarrhea, and then they take different medications for being constipated, right? I'm on That's that, I'm on that one. I'm on the second one right there. Right. So, but with that is there's medications that are helping with both, but with all the other side effects, it also helps you with getting leaky gut and all these other wonderful things that we need to talk about. But with essential oils is it's one essential oil that can actually help both issues, help support both issues, right? It's the digestive tract that is having issues with both. So if you can help deal with that issue, diarrhea and constipation is still part of your digestive tract, your lower intestines, right? You need to be able to detox those things out. And that's with like Zengest or even peppermint can help with some of that as well internally. Ginger can help with some of that, right? There's things that are natural that you can put on topically, put in a shot glass, put a couple of drops in, and that will help with dealing with that ailment. It's super important. It's easy and it's cheap, right? And it's good for you. And it's not going to kill the environment. What's that's to lose? 
a simple thing when I was reading, um, you know, when I was trying to find my best way to fix this issue was there's a book and a documentary, I think it's called like the gut connection. And it's that your mind and your gut are connected. That's not the only thing that's connected to. It's connected to everything in your whole entire body. When you feel like shit, your mindset is like, okay, I feel like shit. I am shit. And it comes to this immediately pick on yourself type thing. You're going to get sicker faster. You're, I mean, that's why they always talk about like, um, if you ever hear like somebody die of a heartbreak, it's because like my great grandfather, for instance, he lost his wife that he was married to for 70 something years. They were best friends. You don't ever see that anymore. When she died a year later, he ended up passing. He just was, he was over it. He just didn't want to be around anymore. Every time I asked him, how you doing? He goes, I don't really want to be here anymore. I mean, I lost my, I lost everything. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I love you. And he goes, I love you too, man. But you got to understand. And it's trying, he tried to explain it to me in the best way. I never truly understood it until I started reading a little bit more about how your body and your mind are connected. When I was going through like this whole situation, dark, I mean, I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm still kind of at that point, but it's more like I'm trying my best to get out of it. And it's like, you start getting in this mindset of either you're in a routine and if that gets broken, you start getting depressed, you start doing all these type of things. If you eat like shit, you're going to even, you're going to feel it even more. So when you start getting better, I started noticing like after like a good talk with someone, I could go to the bathroom again. I was like, holy crap, no way. And it, it even my physical therapist tell me, she was like, look, it's all connected. If your physical condition is not going to heal, if your mental condition is shot, because your body just wants to give up, everything wants to give up and your brain's going to give up with it. And I said, so what's, what's the fix here? And the fix starts with not only doing, you know, topical rubs or, or anything like that. It just starts with just trying your best to find who you are and what makes you happy. Once you get that out there, you're going to be open to everything. You're going to want to, I'll, I mean, I'll even shoot up, try Reiki. I'll try Reiki energy. I'm a big guy of no, 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 no. Only because of the fact that I don't like people's hands on me. But if it helps, if it heals, let's do it. But it shouldn't get to the red line for us to be there. Absolutely. And I agree. And it's funny that you're saying it because it's a mind shift, right? And the conversation that I was having a couple of weeks ago, there's a person I was dealing with some really heavy depression and some anxiety and stuff like that. And we had a really, it's supposed to be a 30 minute podcast that turned into two hours, <laughs> but it is what it is. But it, it's, it's one of those things where if you can picture yourself in the happiest moment of your life, whatever that moment is, hopefully someone has at least one, right? And what was that space like? What was the aromas around it? What were you feeling? What was the energy? What were you wearing? Who are you with? Now create that as a moment. And then you look at the other side that we were just talking about is the darkest moment of your life. What was the aroma? What was around you? What were you wearing? All these sort of things. What's the difference between the two? It's your thoughts, right? Your thought created the moment, right? So if we can start changing our thoughts, and that's hard when you're dealing with depression because you're always in such a deep hole and you're trying to climb out of the hole, that gets started. And then when you add different tools, which is diet, which you just said, that's going to help create a thought, a moment, a pattern, which will help get you out of that, at least the one level of the hole. So it's going to get you up one level. Then you start creating like with essential oils, like infusing that there, like citrus stuff around you, right? Not if you open up, if you crack an orange, right? Some people are allergic to orange, but 95% of the planet are not. So let's, if you peel that orange, it's like, Oh, that smells so good. So it smells so refreshing. That creates a moment. It creates a happy moment. So the more you create those moments, 
the more you're going to be getting out of that hole slowly, right? So the aroma tools that we use, because my wife had depression and she's dealing with it a little bit here and there, but we have a lot of diffusers around us. We do a lot of oil protocols. This has helped her tremendously because it's the aromas and what those oils can do at the cellular level to help train and create different thoughts in a happy place. And it reaches you on a cellular level. That is important. Like when you're in a gym, right? Some people love that smell, that sweaty sweat, whatever that is. Some people like it. It's like, yeah, this is going to be a good work. And they get all pumped. Some walk in there and they're like, oh man, this stinks, right? Depends on who you are, right? So if you walk into a gym and it was smelling like oranges or a grapefruit or whatever it may be, it creates a different atmosphere. And that's why hospitals, a lot of hospitals across North America now are using diffusers on all the different floors in the hospitals. Why is that? Because it creates a moment, it creates an energy, and it affects us on the cellular level, which helps people be in a happier mood, right? It, it works. It's amazing how it works. And this is what I want to help with people dealing with so many different ailments is we can create these little moments. And it's not like it's going to cost you 20 grand, right? It's not like you... It's not like you need to do anything special because you need to put some water in a diffuser, put a couple drops in and just have a conversation. Let the aroma do its thing. Put some oils topically. Take some internally if you need to, right? It, it depends on what it is. And with, with so many different things around us, we need to surround ourselves with good things and good things will happen, right? You surround yourself with bad things, bad things happen. And I, I tell that to my kids, my staff, um, everything is depends on who you, you surround yourself with is you're going to become those people, right? So that's another form of toxicity with people around us. And if these are the people that constantly drag you down as well, my advice is cut them off for 60 days, surround yourself with some people that you want to become, watch what happens, right? It's a different energy. It's a different vibration. It's different. And that's what we need to get to as a society is get rid of all the toxins in so many different forms. And that's what we try to help with people. So if I was going to ask you, what's your happy moment? What, what's my happy moon? <clears throat> your moment, whatever that moment is. What's that happy one you always think about? Everybody's got one. Um, mine was the day that I got married in Jamaica. Really? Is it because of was, the air? It was just, it was a moment of freedom. It was a moment of my life's changed for the better. Um, coming, growing up with a lot of different crap at a bad area, living in, living in the hood, if you will. Um, it, it was rough. It was a rough upbringing. And then we moved and then bad things happened, but really good things happened. I met the, the woman of my dreams and my best friend. And she said, yes. <laughs> and the day that we actually got married in Jamaica, we actually eloped to Jamaica because we didn't want all the drama um, around that. Um, that was That was amazing. And we're now 15 years married, literally last week, 20 years together. And it's, it's been phenomenal. The reason why I say the air is not just on the basis of our conversation, but on the fact of like one of my happy moments when you were mentioning the smells sometimes is, uh, you know, I used to do jet skis back in the day. So I would, I mean, I live in a beach town. So as soon as I walk out my front door, you just get a whiff of salt water and a whiff of just, I mean, the beach, man. And just taking that nice inhale, not only does it clean out, like if you have a stuffy nose better than any Vaseline ever could, it's just the fact of like, 
I always think of those sunset rides I used to take on the jet ski when I'm leading the whole crew of people back. Just the water's so flat, you can reach out and touch the mist of the water from the jet ski. You just smell that. I mean, oh, it brings peace. It calms the storm, I would say. Yeah, but that there, so at that moment, and this is where it goes into a little bit of the coaching side of it, is if you're feeling depression and all that sort of heaviness that builds on your head and your body, because when it's on your head, you're going to feel it in your shoulders, your head's going to drop. It's that moment, right? Put yourself in that position. Get into that moment if you can. Get outside and get into the water if you can. If you can't, go to YouTube, right? Find some videos that have that sound, that have that noise. Put your diffuser on that has and it smells like that aroma that's around you. And then add that little citrus to your water, right? A lot of we were talking about water earlier. And like I have a really large water jug that I drink. This here, I add citrus into it every day. It's one is citrus really good for your digestion. But two is when I put it up to drink it, I'm actually smelling that citrus aroma, which is obviously a mood enhancement. So it's nonstop giving it multiple ways in my body to create that moment. Because when in Jamaica, what's around in Jamaica all the time, you eat lots of fruit and veggies and pineapple and oranges and this and that, whatever. It's just part of that atmosphere that you feel happy. And it makes me feel good. It energizes me. It's good for my skin. But you're talking about sandpaper. There's a lot of things that we can help with a lot of that. You know, you're working out a lot. So do I, but I have baby hands, right? And that's, that is the differences with the oils in my water, the coconut oil that I, that I have in my shampoos, the frankincense and the, and the rosemary and stuff like that. That's the differences about getting the chemicals out of my stuff that's around me and putting in natural stuff so my body naturally wants natural things. And you'll find these start to enhance your body, start to enhance your mind. And that's what we want to really help with. You know what I mean? Yeah, trying to show everybody there's a new way of thinking too. Thank God yeah, for, for too long, we've been thinking like, they, like I said, that old mindset. I said, it's definitely a time of shift. I mean, if I, I, I'll be more open to it, to be honest with you, when it comes to, you know, rubs and all these other types of things too. It definitely is something I've been thinking about, but it's hard to find, you know, you know, that mindset, it's hard to break, but you know what, we've all kind of shifted and I think we've all created a new mindset. And if you haven't explained here, I mean, you know, you can easily show it by just at least taking a shot at me. What's to lose, right? Absolutely. And not all oils are created equal too. And that's a big, this is part of the marketing crap that we were talking about early, which drives me bonkers. And we have this conversation. Now people are going to run out to Walmart or Walgreens or the healthy store and they go, Oh, I got peppermint oil. And it's six bucks. Yes. The problem with that is it will say 100% pure organic or essential oil, whatever may be on there. But if you turn it over and actually read a little bit of the first two lines, it'll say, you can't take it internally. You can't put it on topically, but you can diffuse it, right? So when you hear that, think about that logically. Peppermint. Peppermint is naturally to what? Taken internally for digestion. It's been like that for thousands of years, right? But now there's bottles saying, oh, you can't take it internally. You can't put it on your skin, but I can breathe it. If you breathe it, it's going into your body, people. You know what I'm saying? And people don't think to that level of common sense. I know I didn't right? So I'm guilty, but now pay attention to this because it's part of the marketing ploy that's out there that we see in front of us all the time. Like the McDonald's thing, it's healthy, have it, it's good for you. No, don't, it's not. And that's the same thing with essential oils, right? So you got to be careful with the essential oils. If you have questions, 
reach out to us, let us know. And that's where we can help. This is the education part of where we can truly help you with that journey. And that's part of what I do literally every day is to help people with that journey around the world. Well, Scott, we've talked about it so much. Why don't you go ahead and plug your site and plug where anybody can find you at too so we can make sure I can link this at the end of the video so people can find you. For sure. It's, you go to Scott, Scott Mandic on Facebook, Scott at dooilstribe.com. Um, that's probably the easiest. Um, I do have a whole other division that we've been working on the past couple of years, which is EMF stuff related stuff, which I think would be kind of a cool topic for you basically working in gyms as well because it affects us on a cellular level as well. And it helps with ADD, ADHD, um, depression, anxiety, and stuff like that. And there's different frequencies that your body naturally wants to vibrate at as well. And we can get into that at a different time. But just Scott Manduck, you can go to scottmanduck.com. If you want, that's probably the easiest to get a lot of the information and to go from there, man. I'm here to help. It's, it's part of what we do to help serve others. All I can say to that, Scott, is great, Scott. <laughs> I haven't heard that in years, man. That's awesome. Glad I brought it back. And thank you so much for listening to this episode out of the Blank Podcast and stay tuned for our next episode.